1: Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite.
2: Big Williams, Cyberline with you, 844 Radio U.S., 844-RADIO-US, or if you want to go digital, 844-723-4687, 844-723-4687, host 2020 at cyber-line.com for the email, facebook.com slash cyberline net, and of course the tweety at cyberline USA. Okay, I want to tell you about this real quick, Uh, my friend Ron Seggi, who also has a show on the network a couple hours before we come on the air uh, had kind of talked about this tonight and really had caught my attention and basically what is happening is uh, Chunky Soup, which you know is Campbell's Chunky, has uh, big to do with the NFL players, have a lot of them in their ads and stuff, well it turns out that uh, a company a uh, group called Gen Youth uh, EA Sports, the CSL League, and of course Chunky Soup are all getting together to create the chunky million meals challenge now what this is is the top eight finalists that you have to go in and uh, fill out an application on the site and uh, you will qualify to actually play a game in a tournament with some top notch people now what's going to happen here is uh, It's a free-to-enter open invitation. It's powered by CSL Esports, provides students across North America with life-changing opportunities through esports. Throughout the tournament's top eight bracket, NFL players like, get this, man, New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley, Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook, Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson, as well as Madden NFL competitive pros will serve as champions of Chunky. You know, there's a joke in here somewhere.
3: (laughs) That's kind of cool. But
2: I'm not going to go there.
3: So you're playing against football players. Yeah. Team captains will coach
2: and mentor the final eight competitors as they face off uniquely uh, experiential prizes provided by the NFL, EA Sports, CSL, eSports, and sponsors. Now, the tournament registration started on December 1st on Giving Tuesday. Uh, The tournament play will begin on Saturday, December 19th. So you still have time. Uh, If you've got a kid that wants to get into this, uh, now's your time. You can go over to their website and I'm going to tell you about it as well. And Basically, they're going to qualify uh, these finalists, be the top eight, be drafted by an NFL player and a Madden NFL Pro will serve as champions and coach their uh, finalists through the remainder of the competition. While the NFL players will provide their on-field football knowledge, the Madden NFL pros will be the real experts offering gaming insights as they play the game for a living. Depending on performance may be a make or break opportunity for the amateur players to launch Madden NFL careers in front of pros from on and off the field. Now, if you want to register for the visit, Uh, For this meal challenge, go to millionmealschallenge.com. We also have this on the Facebook page, and I'll put it up on Twitter later on as well. Uh, They will have open qualifiers. They're going to occur occur over two weekends, Saturday, December 19th, and Sunday, December 20th. And again on Saturday, uh, December 26th, and Sunday, December 27th. Now, NFL-hungry fans can also watch the draft and follow all the game action in the Chunky Million Meals Challenge Finals, which will be scheduled for late January across the NFL's official Twitch and YouTube channels. And you can also, uh has a place up there where you can also donate money. Uh, you can text MEALS, M-E-A-L-S, at 2222, 20222. For a one-time $25 donation, each donation provides schools with critical equipment and supplies to serve 1,250 meals, helping to reach the goal of delivering 100 million meals. And they're also sponsored uh, by the America's Dairy Farmers and Doritos with headphones contributed by Bose. So what do you think of that?
3: I think it's fantastic. But you know what my mom would say? What? All right, you're trying to sit, you know, my kids, that's a waste of time. Why are you sitting there wasting your time playing video games? Well, mom, I want to tell you something. Guess what? There's an article over on Forbes. Top earning video gamers, Uh the 10 highest paid players pocketed more than $120 million in 2019. So uh, article by Matt Perez, but you go in there, guess what? Guess how much the 10th. Best uh, video top earner play made. How much? $6 million.
2: Wow. I remember we posted a thing a year ago. Uh, I saw a thing on CNBC and I broke that down by the numbers. And at that time there was a top guy and I forget his name, but he was real popular. People paid to watch him and everything. Uh-huh. And, he was pulling down something like thirty million a year, I think it was. Oh, that's a ton. Yeah.
3: No, the the top earners. Fortnite and all these you're but you're talking about like uh, over on Twitch or something like that? You know, the well, people that was, are having
2: this was actually in the e gaming sports uh stadiums and stuff that they did. They actually have teams.
3: Well, I can tell you in two thousand nineteen, so the that's number nine was eight million. Yeah. Uh number eight was he pulled in eleven million dollars. Number seven pulled in eleven point five million. So mom Number six pulled in 12 million. Mom, number five pulled in 12.5 million. Mom, number four pulled in 14 million. (laughs) mom number three pulled in 14 million mom number two pulled in 15 million and mom number one pulled in 17 million dollars and
2: dad where's yours helping you with your retirement account plan
3: i'm telling you these people are making a lot of money you can make money in this stuff
2: yeah and, and it's funny because i can remember there's so many things our parents told us that you'll never amount to anything doing that and you know fill in the blank, what that was. Remember when we used to beat the crap out of Tupperware or tin cans with wooden spoons, like it was a drum set. And my mother would tell me, stop doing that. That's oh, not yeah. going to get you anywhere. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Remember well, a guy what named, are
3: you wasting your time doing that for? Yeah.
2: Remember a guy named Sabian Glover? Uh, yeah. he had this Broadway thing called Stomp. And what did he do? He got paid to beat on trash cans and people dance around to it. And now he's a, I don't think he's a billionaire, but he's several millions. He's doing pretty good. I think he's even retired now. And, and they tell us, you know, well, don't beat on the Tupperware. Go, go play outside. (laughs) And, you know, oh, and radio will never amount to anything. Well, that's still a toss up, but still the point is.
3: (laughs) So, so I said all that stuff. I actually said that to my mom on the radio just now, just cause you know, Everybody else. But she, she texted me back. She says, how much did you make, Bob? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and as I was mentioning, we were talking during the break. Uh, we have a stadium down the road here for E-Games. Uh, the Arlington Convention Center.
3: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. it was
2: just a punt the pass from uh, Cowboy Stadium. It had been the place you go to whenever the, uh, the garden people came in town and had the weekend of... Home improvement shows and all that other stuff, and somebody bought it, flipped it, and made it into an esports stadium. And it has been on uh, several different places where they have had tournaments. And it turns out Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, has a stake in an esports team. And of course, they have sponsorships for the sports teams, just like they do the you know the football players and baseball players and everything else. And what fascinated me about this is. Do you know that there are people out there that are on Twitch and they're playing games uh, like movie stars, rock stars? Oh, yeah. Playing games like normal and you can pay to watch them play a game. Yeah. My nephew, I mean, it's one thing to play the game yourself, which I thought is the whole point of a game. It's like, no, man, I just I watch YouTube videos and watch them play. And I'm like, what?
3: But but understand. I mean, look at what we got in uh, the NFL, all the football teams out there. Why not? You know, I can't play football. I'm not going to try to play football, but I love watching Oklahoma play. But
2: I'm going to pay some guy, Hollywood star, rock star, whatever, to play video games just to watch them play video games. It's like having a chess game. And instead of playing the chess game, Oh, I'm I'm gonna pay to watch Kasparov play. I'm gonna watch this this dude who's a you know B level movie star who thinks he knows about chess play. Maybe I'll learn something from
3: him. Well, you know yeah, it's you it's had to bring weird. up chess because over on Netflix, I mean uh-huh. the Queen's Gambit. Oh yeah. Pretty good movie.
2: Yep, need to find some time for that one. Well, not a movie, it's kind of more of a miniseries. Oh, you're right, it's a mini series. Like yep. seventeen episodes or something. But uh... oh, it's got some great reviews. And I'll bet you come Emmys time, I don't know if it qualified, because well, Emmys will be in September, maybe it, it'll qualify, we'll see. But I've heard great reviews about the cast, the time, oh, yeah. the, um, the, the wardrobe, I mean, everything you can think of, not to mention the game. And guess what? Do you know that there has been an uptick in chess games?
3: Oh, it does not surprise me at all. They, they really did a great job with that movie, very entertaining. The, the people watched it, you're, you're glued to it the whole time. Um, It's it's fantastic.
2: Well, people have, it's been a long time. Back in my day, I knew people who had chess sets. Sometimes they were just there to look good. You know, women had come over and you're trying to impress them. Yeah, man, I play chess. You know, and, and that was it, you know. And then there was uh, my father and other people, they had chess and they actually played. And there's even some before the internet, you would play chess by mail. Where you'd have a chess board set up, somebody sends you their move, you put it on the board, you make your move, write it down, put an envelope on it, and stamp and send it back to them. Six weeks later, they get it and play it. That's how they used to play back in the days. I used to play over the phone until four in the morning. But now, because of the Queen's Gambit, uh, chess boards, of her chess sets, have gone up 84% Mm -hmm. in sales. Before, it was like, you know, and now they're 84%. And have you seen the presidential uh, chess set that's had ads running on TV? I haven't. Yeah. You can get them now at Walmart. It used to be a mail order thing. And basically what it is, is all the pieces of the House and Senate and key players, you know, from the uh, the government. And on one side are Republicans and the other side are Democrats. <laughs> kid you not. And they're – and they're. I Who's the king? Well, Trump is the king on the Republican side, uh-huh. and I forget who it is over on the, on the Democrat side. But this has been out, I think, since the beginning of the year, and it's a great little thing. They're hand-done, look very lifelike, and then they have a coupon that you fill out, and they say, well, the election's coming, so whoever ends up being president, we will you fill out this coupon, send it in, and we will send you that chess piece. So now, of course, it looks like Biden has won. So if you have this chessboard and you've got your coupon, you fill it out, send it in. And it said, you know, do it after October or beginning of October. And they will fill it when they come out. And now whoever has that chessboard will now have on the Democrat side, the king will be uh, Biden for that side. Well, OK. And I tell you, they're they're good. They had a ridiculous price, I thought was I think it was about forty-nine, maybe fifty-nine dollars for the whole set, board and all. But if you look around the As for TV section on your Walmart, you can get it for twenty nine ninety five. So one, if you got a chess player in the family, nice little item. If you're somebody that you know is very political, likes to follow that kind of stuff and have that, or even as a conversation piece, uh, thirty bucks. Nice little stocking stuffer. And make somebody happy. So uh, just look around your local Walmart. In fact, I think you can even order it on walmart.com and have it shipped if you want to do it that way. And you'll save a lot of money versus going through the 800 number or whatever it was in the ad.
3: Sure. That's the one game that the rules keep changing to when you're playing it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I... The, this I was- version. Yeah, that was the only game that I ever played on a computer because I used to have what chess master four thousand I think it was or two thousand uh-huh and and the uh, queen was pretty hot on the four thousand box and she had like lightning come out of her fingertips knocking down <laughs> people and stuff I was like that reminds me of an ex- girlfriend I used to date
3: Well, they had that wizards chess you know yeah. on Harry Potter yeah. to where that was like real people and uh yeah and then there were some other uh Chess sets on the video game, you know, on your uh, computer as a video game. And they would show altercations between the, the oh, chess yeah. pieces. That was kind of cool. That.
2: Well, now I've been seeing on Facebook, and I don't know how, how good they are. So, you, you know, buyer beware. They now have this uh, Star Trek chess set, three-dimensional chess. Oh, there a, you go. Low, uh, Starfleet insignia on it and everything. And I just saw an ad that hit me the other day that said, now 70% off. So, oh, really? Yeah, and it's a name of a company I don't recognize, so it could be a scam. I don't know. But I would probably look it up and Google and see who the real company is. And if that's something that you want to get and have a three-dimensional chess set, even just to, you know, if you're a Trek fan, just to have a three-dimensional chess set's kind of cool because that's, you know, how they play back there. So
3: Well, it's, it's kind of neat, but in. and I understand they've got rules for the game. Yes. But I can't imagine how they play 3D chess. It's uh it was great on Star Trek because it was kind of a cool setup for uh just a section where they're uh showing Spock play a good game of 3D chess. Yeah. But uh as far as how the game would be played, that's a little bit interesting.
2: Well, supposedly, I think 3 three-dimensional chess was around before the series. Really? My understanding. So, you mean actually that actually rules. existed? I think so. Could be wrong. Huh. But there's well, actually rules to play it.
3: You know, that's funny because it kind of now jumping over into one thing uh rock paper scissors lizard, lizard spock was actually a game that already existed before uh it became on big bang theory oh this is true so
2: okay so we're gonna take a break here real quick and we're gonna come back with some more stuff and i'm just waiting for the little guy to get to his point whenever you can spare the time toro there we go yeah <laughs> all Jalista right, to mick williams cyberline we
3: will be right back
2: Cyberline with you 844 Radio US 844 Radio US All right, We're a little bit of time here. And don't forget uh, Twitter Cyberline USA and of course Facebook facebook.com/cyberlinenet. I was going to pull up the propeller heads and then I realized we only had 5 seconds. <laughs>
3: Hey, I'm just glad you played the intro music this time.
2: Yeah, it's getting better. It's getting better. (laughs) All right, so, Musk. What's up with the Musk?
3: Oh, Elon Musk has been... He's left California for Texas. You know, there's... uh, uh, He declared this uh, last week. I think he's been talking about it for quite a while, about maybe moving more and more stuff to Texas, but uh, Silicon Valley, um, it's not booming like it used to be, and... He's up and moved. Now there's probably a number of reasons he could move, but if you look at one of the things that he'd said, um, last week was that it was, uh, worth noting that Tesla is the last car company still manufacturing cars in California. Uh, there used to be over a dozen car plants in California and California, uh, used to be the top center of aerospace manufacturing. Yes. My companies are the last two left. And now he's leaving, and, you know, you've got everything going on. He's uh, heading down to Austin. So if he's moving everything over there, now there's a couple things that you can look at and the reason he's doing that. But you got to admit, he's the richest guy in the world. So if you're going to do that. Now, is he the richest or is it Bezos? Because I think they're going back and forth. I thought he just surpassed Bezos.
2: Bezos. He might have. Last I heard, it was Bezos.
3: Uh, One of the two. Well, he's either the richest or the second richest uh, person. And he's leaving there in California. And it makes a lot of sense from the standpoint of, guess what? Texas has or doesn't have. Income tax. There you go. Yes. And so you come down here. And and frankly, uh, we're a lot more. Oh, uh, anyway, I'm not going to get not gonna get into the politics of different states and stuff like that. But frankly, it's like, come down here, do what you want. You know, we're, we're happy to have you.
2: Yeah, I agree. And of course, they're going to build the truck outside of Austin. Got that going on. And as I recall, uh, GM and Toyota had a symbiotic relationship where they were making cars and sending them to Mexico and stuff. And when GM was in the process of filing bankruptcy, they closed up the uh, small plant that they had in California where they were rolling out this combined deal. If I'm not mistaken, Musk had bought the building off of them when they were on the ropes and, of course, was building Teslas out of it. So that, uh, you know, they kind of took advantage of GM on that when they were on the ropes. But, hey, you know, not only does he have the truck being done in Austin, but uh, he's got, was it Matagora Island down near Brownsville, somewhere in there, uh, is the test site for their uh, Starship, and he's got uh, a test pad down there where he's worked on the on the rockets, you know, the reusable boosters, and now he's uh, testing his Starship stuff there as well. And last I heard, he had bought uh, the house. Well, he had two or three houses on the market. And one of them was a house that he bought off of Gene Wilder some mm-hmm. years ago before he died. And he wanted to, whoever bought it had to keep the house the way it was because the house was like built in 1912. And so Gene Wilder had done some stuff and kept it that way. And so he wants to keep it original. And that was supposed to be part of the contract, whoever bought it. I don't know if he ever got it sold or not.
3: Well, I know he's getting rid of all his stuff there because that's part of one of the things that California is going to do. They, you know, they oh, don't yeah. want to let him go. So they're going to try to, um, you know, they've got um, a lot of auditors there that will look at his, you know, what he's doing, and if he's spending too much time there, if he's got too much uh, property in there, they'll say, oh, no, you're still here. Well, he's
2: still, he's, even though he's in Austin, he's still going to be there because SpaceX is based there. Tesla has still got plants there. So unless he packs up everything, including SpaceX, and moves it to Texas, which, believe me, it's a big state, he's got plenty of places to put it, uh, that would definitely get him out of the eye of California and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully maybe he'll be smart enough to think about that and go, well, you know what? Maybe I need to bring the whole shot down here. And, of course, we'll be more than happy to have him. And if people in California don't want to come, well, I'm sure there are people here in Texas that would love to work for him. All right. So we're going to take a break. A little uh, local news, a little national news. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about latest TVs of 2020 and also be talking about uh, other items as well. There's a lot to cover, folks, so stay tuned. Meanwhile, round the world via the Internet, coast-to-coast coast via satellite, listen in McWilliams Cyberline on the USA Radio Network.